All right, everybody. <laughs> we are we are back. Believe it podcast episode 32. 32 today. What a date. Uh no auto. I was just asking if you would hit the uh the, the camera option just so that way the overlay attempts to pick you up. Hmm. <coughs> so we all right, uh gonna have to reconnect my phone. One sec. Take your time, friend. You wink. Um, we have today on as our guest, we have the VGC USA team. Um, the founder it was having some issues, so he will not be here tonight. But we have Iron Flash in the top right, and we have mm-hmm. True Beast Mode in the bottom left. How are you guys doing today? Pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. Can you complain? Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's get started with actually how you guys got to know um, the founder or Mr. Bound, however you all know him. Um, okay, uh, I'll, I'll go first. Um, so he was actually my high school history teacher and AP Gov teacher. So I um, took almost all of his classes because I was in his video game club that he started up in high school. And then after, after I graduated, I kind of just started working for him. There we go. Okay. So you pretty well know him the same way that I do. Then, uh, how about you beast mode? The strange story. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it was like right before, like, I guess COVID hit. Um, he had, we, we had went to a convention, um, and I, I guess there was word of mouth. Like, I know he was getting ready to start something like VGC USA. He had this big idea, and I guess in um, some way, shape, or form, we found each other on Facebook. And he, uh, at the time, I started my my uh, gaming program here in my hometown as well. So we kind of connected that way and said, "Hey, I have this idea. Would you be willing to meet with us?" It's like. Sure, why not? Come to, you know, let's figure it out. And uh we end up having dinner. I brought in my my high school teacher uh at the time. Well, not at the time. It's I've been out of high school for like 10 years now. But <laughs> I brought him along with me because he was our um advisor at our video game club when I was in high school. So I thought why not bring him in too to have a com- a conversation because he helped us out a lot too. So uh yeah, we had dinner and we had a good conversation about uh the idea of what he wanted to do with VGC USA and uh it's I was hooked you know i i love what he what he had the mission behind it and i wanted to help out in, in any way possible so yes um he he actually came on here once before and actually bespoke started really talking about your stuff and which is why i randomly started um checking into your content because he was just like check you gotta check this guy out he's partnering with me with vgc usa and then actually he started talking about like the custom jerseys and things that he has mm-hmm. um, iron flash working on which is why then that same night i sent an e- i sent in a submission to you mm-hmm. which again i want to apologize that apparently that email ended up somewhere in my junk that it i did not respond till forever mm-hmm. Which is why I all randomly emailed you back, but yeah. um, but yeah, he just he's had nothing but wonderful things to say about you guys, and so that's why I was 
very, very excited whenever he, um, whenever you guys were talking about coming here onto the podcast to talk about things because the from the content that he said beast mode that you put out which by the way iron flash do you content create as well or do you just do the um, like i'm actually merch? starting i'm starting uh my own content like my own twitch next week actually uh, nice, through, nice. so vgc i don't know if he talked to, to any of you guys but uh we've been working behind the scenes of actually getting an office an office space for content creators um and uh, so, he was talking he talked to me a little bit about today he said that whenever he said that sometime he's gonna hit me up with the uh address and i'll i definitely want to stop by see you guys yeah. and i guess that you're local so i'd be able to meet you firsthand there possibly. yeah it's it's like <clears throat> right off of norland avenue in chambersburg um, okay. but it's it's super behind the scenes so like painting walls setting up desks and uh obviously getting internet in there so that i can start streaming uh i think next thursday actually i believe i'll officially start streaming on my twitch which is just e1g iron flash but okay yeah yeah you'll have to um here in the discord server uh we have a promote yourself same way for okay. you beast mode whenever y'all go live or anything you guys can promote right in there um appreciate that okay. and <laughs> because that's all i that's all the server is about is all about just good vibes promoting each other building building from within because I also told him that I want to help out in any way, shape, or form I can. Because all the stuff that he did for me, I, if I can give back by just giving a little bit towards you guys, um, I told him today. Um, actually, I think I told him a week or so ago. But we had a sub goal here about two weeks, two or three weeks ago here on podcast, and um, so we hit a sub goal that I'm going to be doing another 24 hour stream. And uh, we talked about it and we want to do it as a charity event. And we were going to go towards a, um, we were going to look to, for a autism uh, charity to do, but I decided against that. And we are going to actually fundraise during, for that charity event during that 24 hour stream for VGC USA. It's incredible. Oh yeah, sweet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, I have been very, very touched by everything that he that he has been talking about, and I want to. Um, and I thought, you know what? I just need a couple other couple like finalizations for it, and I want to continue. I want to go ahead and start um working towards that, helping out because I know that. The school didn't work out for him. The um, the one spot he wanted. Yeah. But it sounds like it it worked out fine anyway because he found something else. He found a different yeah. building to go with to set up his home base for VGC USA. Yeah. Um, and you say that that's going to be like a office space for you guys, to like content create and whatnot. Is he still looking for a space though to go do the like school part of it? Um, as far as I mean, as far as I know, I think that's been uh, like brought to a halt um, just because the area that we're working out of um, isn't to the scale like that Mary B. Sharp um, building was. Um, but I'm sure that's still a plan in his future. It's, just, a, it's, a, it's a future VGC USA um, thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are some of the other things that um, you guys are really working towards? Like, do you guys 
um we were talking about it last week um for those of us here here but um do you know of any like goals for this year that um it seems like are in are in sight um well our main our i guess objective this year for vgc is to be seen basically on like all fronts so in the gaming world education world uh streaming and content creation world it's just really about building up that brand so that more than just you know high schools can know about our nonprofit and help do charity streams like you were saying um which is the main like i guess focus point for the office is for um streamers to either come in and like stream and create content or just for anyone a part of BGC really to like be able to sit down and do work outside of their homes. It's like but, really get your name, uh, uh, started to get your name out there, right? Yeah, for sure. And having that community, I would say having that community background or just backing with uh, the having that space there would help a lot, you know, um, mm-hmm. being able to support each other and network with each other and also co-stream if there's a possibility can go all the way as well. So I'm actually excited to come check that spot, that spot out myself. Um, well, I would like since um, since you guys especially might be able to help me out with um, this part um, because of since I'm going to be doing this as a charity thing and whatnot, I would like to know if you guys would at some point during that that 24-hour charity event that I'm going to be having, if you guys could come in and not not like for the whole thing, just like two separate times maybe, or even three if if he wants to come in once, um, just come in and talk about um, the the brand, the 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 uh, VGC. If you guys would want to like stop in um, so that that way I'm not just sitting here like ad-libbing, hey, this is what they're out here trying to do right now. You guys can come in, say a couple words. And then um, I know that right now, like what he gave me that people can donate to is like, I think his PayPal. But I don't know if there's anywhere else that, um, that you guys know of that you guys like if people want to like contribute towards the um, towards the company where they can go for that. Um, uh, I know that, um, aside from the PayPal, um, now that we have our own address, um, I think he wanted to set up to where if you wanted to pay in person or I guess donate in person, um, you can either mail your donations in, um, through, through just the post postal service, um, or you could stop by and actually drop off, um, like old Nintendo stuff because that's what we do. Okay. Most of our most mm-hmm. of our gaming kits is like uh, anything we related, Wii U, Nintendo, Switch, um, any used games or like the uh, what are the the Wii motes? Is that what they're called? Like the the white Wii controllers. Wii controllers. I'm yeah. not sure what they're yeah, called. Wii motes. I was trying the nunchucks. Yeah. I was you trying could. to think. I think that I was. I almost said Joy Cons, but I think that that's the uh, Switch controller. Yeah, right? that's the new oh, one. Oh yeah, that's yep. the Switch controller. But yeah, uh, they're it's like they're called Wii remotes, but the way that many people remember <laughs> them is Wii Mote. Yeah, Wii Mote. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so any anything that like you know you're not using or it's collecting dust, it's a way to 
repurpose it for a school to actually, you know, be able to use that. So we're not just buying every single Wii at Second and Charles, you know, that's other things are being repurposed. I was going to say, man, that's, that's the thing. I think he was telling me that like every so much money is putting a, a Nintendo Wii couple games into a school like that's that was that's the big selling point and mm-hmm. the thing is that thing that you guys are working towards and i think the first time that you when he was on podcast how back in i think it was november and when he was like telling the story of all that and like how many schools you guys are in now i started i started tearing up i started tearing up about how much impact just a small little town that we're from video game club started as and is now becoming like it, it's just amazing mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree it's just what again when i first met uh mr bound you know just seeing how passionate and how determined he was to get this going and it, of course he you know how humble him how humble he is so he, it, oh he never he's one, the, he's one of the most humble dudes i know Exactly. So he never wanted any like um, he didn't want to be in the front line. He's like, this is this is for the students. It's not for me. It's not, you know, this is for those who who need it the most. He's like, I don't want to be the first person that's in like in, in the, the spotlight. He said, this is just for the students and they deserve it. And he you could tell the way he spoke and um, just in his eyes, how truly passionate he is about, about this mission. And he is. He is VGC until the the wheels fall off. Honestly, it's, it's it is so awesome and so uh, encouraging and impactful just to watch uh, and just be a part of this. Um, and the one thing about it is, like like you were saying, he doesn't want to be the face of it. But then, mm-hmm. but then again, it's scary because you got to think. Okay, so what if one of the students like just picks up on it and wants to be a part of it, and then just mm-hmm. as soon as they graduate, it's just like. They just take their hands completely off of it. Then, what about that face that people are already recognizing at the time? So that's yeah. why it's almost like a teacher, a teacher or some or a supporter like like him has to be the face mm-hmm. just in case, just so that way something is there at all times. Like some uh, there's a recognizable face at all times. Which I mean, there there again, like you, Iron Flash with with and me, we had him as a teacher. So just for someone, just for someone like him to have an effect on us even though we had graduated x amount of years ago like i graduated 13 and i still remember the first story of mr bound that i that clicks with me is the fact that one day we were just he he was just talking hockey and he was talking about how Sidney crosby isn't a hockey player isn't one of the greatest hockey players of all time it's alex ovechkin and he and he looked at me funny when I told him I was a Penguins fan. And he was like, well, if you can watch this video with me and still be a Penguins fan, then so be it. But you need to watch this, which was t- top 10 goals of Alex Govechkin. And as soon as I saw the goal of him fall- falling on the ice, putting a stick behind his head and some- somehow still knocking that thing. And I was just like, I might be a Penguins fan, but that's still one of my favorite players of all time. <laughs> this man is crazy. Yeah, and still to this day, Ovechkin is still a nut. Oh yeah, he's he's insane. I don't want to get into hockey, but I grew up around all Penguins and Flyers fans. But I'm a Caps fan myself, also. I was gonna, I was gonna say, man. But then again, if you're living in the same town that I am, it's what what's expected. I mean, it's all Steelers, 
Steelers, Penguins, Pirates. But yet, yeah, I mean, I'm a Yankees fan, a Steelers fan, but I'm a Caps and Penguins fan. I just watch both. Even though they're yeah. rivals, I still watch both just because I love watching Ovechkin. But I've become a big Chris Letang fan. Mm-hmm. It's like a, always, it's like um, going back to the point that you guys were making, it's like, um, it's like always having those kinds of clubs where, you know, anyone can, anyone can come in, anyone can join in, uh, no matter what your background, no matter what your gender, no matter what your sex, no matter uh, what kind of issues you have, physical or mental. Being able to have a club to just go in and just be around people that have like a huge amount of the same interests as you do, it's like that can be like that can like um uh really help not only social interaction but also help boost that self confidence that um that um uh, uh a lot a lot of people uh have I mean, like a uh, same thing happened to. Uh, something happened to me during Jesus' mind, basically my entire school school life. Like if I didn't constantly keep going into clicks that loved gaming, I probably would have just been completely alone uh, throughout throughout all those years of of uh, school. I mean, I know that that's one of the things that he touched on the first episode was like um, VGC was mainly for those that don't have that great those great social skills it's supposed to gaming is supposed to be that thing that like that like bridge that, that brings the people together i think he said i think the point he made was like if, if there's like they're at school and someone boots up say i think either mario party or super smash brothers you can be in any click and walk mm-hmm. by you hear that music you're like Mario Party? Yeah, you, you, you want to play some Mario Party? Yeah. You want, you want to play some Mario Party? Like, I think that that's the, I think that that's the uh, point he was making or the selling point that he was using with me. I was just like, you know, anybody boosts up Mario Party, Mario Kart, any of those like known themes, mm. dude, you're instantly they, hooked. They you're like, oh, oh, is, there, yeah. is, is there a room? Is there a room? Can I join? Yeah. Oh, man, I hope I can grab a controller. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, wholeheartedly believe in his whole mission because i've experienced it and i've you know been a part of that you know five five or six years ago i would have been too scared too shy to even go on a podcast like this or meet any of you guys but you know going through uh high school and that video game club especially you know growing so close with bound that's broken me out of my shell and i've I've seen it work with so many kids that I like want to help any way I can with every single kid, even though I don't, you know, I'm not big in the education world myself, but I, you know, I just believe in what Bound's doing that I just, it it definitely helps, especially after COVID, like all these, all these, all these kids who have, you know, basically lived in a, in a COVID kind of, school system for the past i don't know two and a half years like they need something mm-hmm. like this going back in person now to help like really you know connect with people mm-hmm. so, it's like it's like definitely getting yeah, those agree with. Like, it's like definitely getting those clicks of uh people mm-hmm. it's like um uh, you know it's like um being it's just be, i think it's just being around just like-minded people 
just mm-hmm. um just being around fellow nerds it's like that's i mean like i mean like that entire stereotype of um of a nerds like um like that stereotype is still like pretty much still being used it's like even though it doesn't really mean all that much anymore since n- nerds rule the world but it, <laughs> it honestly wasn't all that long ago that nerds were seen in a very negative light it's like, um, just look at us now we're taking over the world my friend yeah exactly it's like yeah. hell we wouldn't we wouldn't even be able to be we wouldn't even be able to you know use discord calls to make these kinds of podcasts things like uh twitch uh facebook twitter um all the gaming systems are just even some of the biggest um uh companies in general like Nintendo like Nintendo, Sony, uh Microsoft, so many of like all of those companies are basically run by nerds. So it's mm-hmm. like so when we say nerds rule the world, we really do mean that. Like nerds really do rule the world, but that negative stereotype is still unfortunately around. Mm-hmm. Well, um, like it just it's like sucks. it's like um I, I was going for my first 24-hour stream and i we went and did i had to i did, did a cosplay for it and my buddy wanted to do a photo shoot for it so he could put out some more like he's trying to do like a photography thing i was just like okay yeah sure i gotta do this i want some pictures of it anyway so sure let's go ahead and someone whenever we went out to high rock if you know local we went out to high rock and has had mm-hmm. that done and we were like heading back to the car and i still had my cosplay on and he of course was he was in a Dragon Ball hoodie and I was dressed up as Obito from Naruto. And um he was like and these people were just like, Whoa, whoa, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball and he was like he's like he's like, Yeah, yeah, of course. And he and we were just talking about it like on the drive back. He was like, you know, about ten years ago, someone looked at me and saw this Dragon Ball hoodie, they would have been like, ha, nerd, weeb and just let and just started making fun, but now it's not that weird to be in a Dragon Ball hoodie or to be dressed up as someone from Naruto. Like, like being, being a nerd weebs. is in is what you're trying to say. Yeah, like nerds and weebs. It's it's the cool thing now. It's like it's like the the jock, the jock thing's kind of like eh eh, and the, the the weeb nerd is like yeah, that's that's the place to be nowadays. It, it, that's the bat symbol now. Just look. I at mean, your bat I mean, did, not, not to bring like pop culture into it, but look at the rappers. A lot of the rappers are now are like being really like cocky about throwing it in the lyrics and shit too. Like, well, I mean, yeah. not, not not gonna lie, I, I was kind of vibing some rap music earlier, and Juice World literally has a freaking lyric about Dragon Ball and that song "Feeling." So, mm-hmm. yeah, yep, yep. I, I mean. I, it's okay, it's so cool. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's so cool to see it now. Um, because I had a I had a uh, out in my full time job. I, I do a different a lot of different uh, youth programs. Okay. And um, the one conversation we had was just being okay for with, with who they are. And um, the one conversation we had was you know people keep calling me a nerd. I said good, embrace that. There's nothing wrong with that. Like if you like okay, so what makes you what do you think makes you a nerd? Like, like what, what do you classify as that? It's like, well, you know, I, you know, uh, you know, watch anime, you know, I'll play video games. It's like, is that a, why that's not a bad thing. Is that at all? Embrace it. 
that people like people embrace the creativity that goes into anime. People like mm-hmm. literally embrace the creativity that goes into video games. The people that call you a nerd are playing the same video games you are at home. And they don't they just they don't they don't realize that. That's a connecting piece. Gaming has become a a tool to connect people from all different backgrounds. And now that of course esports and things are becoming a, a thing, especially when COVID hit, all the traditional sports stopped. So all the traditional player uh, sports players were playing video games. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like it was a cool thing. So it, it became it's becoming it's still it's still we have some more room to grow, but it's it's now becoming a household thing that gaming isn't a bad thing. You know, it, it's not a bad thing. It's something that can start conversations. It can start great grow uh, and strong relationships with different people from different backgrounds, and it can become that one thing that actually brings so many people together. And it's a beautiful thing to Agreed. watch. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, like, it, I mean, like this thing, I mean, that happened to me, like at Overwatch 2016, like I would have completely dropped the game in season two. And yet I met Chesh from that. And then she introduced me to Tenchi and Tenchi introduced me to who I call Lady, who is now Bucky and Blue and her entire and their entire discord. And then a couple of years later, Chesh then introduced me to this weeb, uh, <laughs> who brought me, in, who then brought me into his Discord, mm-hmm. and now look where I am. <laughs> and it's like that's, if it, it's like if I didn't, thing. yeah, it's like if I didn't play Overwatch or even stuck it out, um, I would never, I possibly would have never met any of the people that I just mentioned. He yeah. says, now look where I am. And I look over and he's talking about Overwatch meeting people holding a fucking knife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, this uh, yeah, uh, this is actually the um, uh, uh, the, the uh, newest dagger that I got um, for Christmas. Nice. But um, gaming legit is one of the most beautiful things because I know from work, I work security at the Alta warehouse. And so I'm either there eight or 12 hours. And if I'm with somebody new, first thing I look at them and say, do you game? Do you like music? Cause I know one of those two things will be what I can talk about for, for my entire shift with this, with this other coworker I'm going to be with. Mm-hmm. And I always hope for gaming because gaming is a little bit easier to branch off into different topics rather than music i mean music i can still talk about for like four hours but i can't go as far as i can with gaming because then i can even try to bring them into the discord try to help them or or promote my own stuff whatever it can be but that's what then brings me into one of the so i i noticed two slogans that um that you guys are using one being everyone games which is your e1g i think mm-hmm the E1G, and then there's what's on the t-shirt that he gave me today, the Rethink Gaming. Mm-hmm. What do those things mean to you guys? Oof, that just gave me chills already. Oh, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to go first? <laughs> oh, man. So I want to start with the Rethink Gaming part of it. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, where did you start? Gaming had, in the past, had this stigma where... Um, if you were a full a hardcore gamer, you were in the basement, you know, you, you know, there was, you know, it just there were so many 
stereotypes around gaming that didn't make oh, sense. Yeah. And now it's just the sweaty gamers. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but now we got to a point where gaming can be so much more. It You can learn things from gaming. And I, I've been having conversations with parents about this. Like, there there is skills that youth can learn playing Fortnite. And the parents looked at me like I had five heads. Um, but I told them, like, you're, you're, in order to win uh, uh, duos or a squad or a trios match in Fortnite, you need to communicate with your, your teammates. you got to have a plan. So communication oh, yeah. is a good skill that the, your, your kid is learning. Um, problem solving. Uh, conflict resolution is, uh, uh, you know, thinking uh, quickly on the, on, the, um, on the fly. If there's a learning team... Maps. Yeah, learning maps. There's so much into it, right? So, like, being able to rethink gaming in that kind of capacity will allow, well, sometimes help parents understand that my kid is playing video games for hours, and, you know, it, it used to irritate me. But they're able to communicate with their friends a little bit better. They're still able mm-hmm. to start thinking and processing some 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 situations in their head a little bit faster than I, than, than before. And start looking at these as skills, and start having these conversations with their student, with their kids about what they're actually playing and what they're actually gaining from it. It open it opens up a, a brand new, um, I'll say, it opens up a brand new relationship with their kid that they never even knew it was possible. You know, mm-hmm. um, so when I think about rethink gaming, it that's that's what comes to me is being able to have some genuine conversations about what the kids are learning uh through certain video games especially with with, with minecraft minecraft you can do so much oh yeah like and i, I mean, never like the, i mean like the two i mean like the uh, two things that immediately came to my mind was once again minecraft uh mm-hmm. because like the creativity that that game like encourages mm-hmm. and some of the things that you can create are honestly pretty insane like i would never like i sometimes still see some of the things that people create like on youtube or whatever and every time i'm th- i just think to myself how the hell did how? you how yeah, yeah like, <laughs> how the hell did you manage to figure this out look, it's look like, and, when i think about that actually go ahead auto i yeah. and it's just like um the second game which i'm pretty sure three of you guys all know which game i'm going to then mention darkest dungeon <laughs> like that one game it's like i play with a shit ton of modded classes so not only do i have to remember like um uh, like a, some classes like these classes are better in the front these classes are better with mark teams these classes are better with uh damage over time abilities like these classes can combo well with this class this class like all of, and like uh all of that like that, um, that really goes into my brain and trying to figure out, like, well, which character, which character should I bring in? Should I bring in like a bunch of slow guys that can hit hard? Should I bring in a bunch of fast guys but are fragile? Should I bring in a bunch of guys to an area that has really high protect stats um, that don't have ways of dealing damage over time, so they can't go through that? It's like all of those. It's like those kinds of questions are going through my head. Mm-hmm. And whenever something does go wrong, and if you've seen some of my streams, sometimes things have gone wrong. Um, I then have to try and figure out, like, okay, is it worth continuing uh, this mission? Is it worth, um, <clears throat> like, a, should I just should I just retreat? Should I um, should I try something else? It's like it's it's those kinds of things where it's like, 
Um, it's like that's an it's like that's a game which really encourages that forward thinking mm-hmm. and um, uh, that kind. It's like it's it's just one of those games where on the surface it may not look all that may not look all that complicated, um, but once you start getting into the game, you start really learning it. That's when it becomes like a hell of a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, auto one of the things that actually tipsy auto corn you guys are gonna hate me but i'm gonna bring up cartoons again cartoons is one of my favorite content creators of all time but cartoons the dude that plays with h2o delirious yeah Mm. the things that he so and the main thing that i think about with him is the uh is minecraft when they all did the modded minecraft and iron flash i'm guessing you know where i'm going with this castle tunes Castle Tunes, one of the gr- greatest things that I've ever seen created, and and then like like Squirrel's Tree, Squirrel's Tree, um, what else? Home Wreckers, like full on dragon face that he made for his house. The things that were created, yes, they were in Minecraft creative mode for those times, but still, the time that you have to put in creating those things oh yeah and be able to place those things i mean of course they probably show ocd or something like that but i'm not going to knock you for that because you still have to go through with the brain power to go through and make all that like come on now oh yeah Uh, it's just that stuff's just it is crazy to think about and the things that some of these people and and i'm I'm sure the six-year-old kid could probably make a better house than i can in minecraft I am yeah. sure oh, yeah. that I can't build anything in Minecraft to save my life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like if you want, yeah, I mean, like if you want to look at creative, just uh, whenever you guys, anyone here gets a chance, uh, go to YouTube and like type in "Can you beat Elden Ring?" and you'll get like pages and pages of pages of a bunch of different challenges that people have created. And mm-hmm. um, quick plug here for um, uh, I believe it was Sun sunblade something but like um the top 10 um cosplays in elden ring like some of the things that people have created in or um in that game in order to simulate a character from either anime a cartoon other games are you telling um, me kakashi and elden ring oh yeah it's like um people have that's like um people have um like, bes- like berserk <laughs> i mean like you know berserk a souls game huh have you ever played a Souls game? I don't care. I'll get to play as Kakashi. Come on now. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, like people. I mean, like, have you guys have you guys have ever heard of um the anime Berserk? Yes. Oh, gosh. Well, it's like um apparently uh Miyazaki, even from all the way from DS one, you can very clearly see the inspirations from Berserk, and one of the cosplays in that video that I was talking about. Um, someone has actually created cosplays of a few of the characters from that anime. Nice. Like, it's honestly insane mm. just uh, how people can come up with things. I mean, how uh, have any of you heard of uh, Devil May Cry? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's like someone has actually went into the game and actually created a Dante character um and in multiplayer they would they would like um start they would start a boss fight as one character 
And then when the boss transitions to the second phase, they would like go into the menu, swap their items, and then become the other brother, and then become the other brother for the rest of the phase. Nice. <laughs> it's like, like That's I said, it's awesome. on. Like, yeah, it's like a, whenever you guys get a chance, look at those videos and look at all the cosplays that people have created in all the Souls games outside. Of, it's like outside of, of course, Sekiro, since that character is only one person. But it's like it's honestly insane just what people have been able to come up with just by using the mechanics in the game as well as all the equipment in the game. I think we have gone on a tangent away um beast but uh do you got anything else for um rethink gaming or you, do you want to go on to uh everyone games? um no, i'll just go right to everyone games real quick as well <clears throat> um just i feel like there's there's always a game for everybody even if it's not video games there's a board game there's a card game there's hand games there's there's so many different games out there that is a again used as a tool to bring people together and being able to witness how everyone games pa for the last it's been two three years maybe because we did the first one virtual and then the second yeah it it there's so many people that we were able to meet during that entire uh event so it's you can just see how like the different interests from different people. Um, some people did cosplay. Like it's it just brought so many people together. It was so cool to to be. For it? Oh, there was a oh yeah, they had a a, a cosplay. Um, was it cosplay one on one session basically with a, a somebody? That, yeah, there was there has been so many different things out there. It's, it was awesome, but uh, just being able to witness that, it, you can definitely say you can really admit that there's so like, there's no game. I wouldn't say there's no game, but there's there's always one game that can literally bring people together in some way, shape, or form. And like again, it doesn't have to be a video game; it could be a board game or a card game. But it, it there's always a game out there for somebody. Yeah, I mean, I like see, I love it seeing card. I love it seeing card games bring bringing people together because I think I got worried, especially going into COVID, that mm -hmm. um, card games were going to start falling off because of having to be together to play them. I mean, but then. I guess there's ways that you can play them on Discord and things or like virtually, mm -hmm. but you know, it's, I guess it's a little wonky, but yeah, I'm, I'm super happy to see that actually card games somewhat boom during COVID. Yeah. So go ahead, and, I, and I will say this, that if you say you never gamed in your life, then I will look at you and call you a liar. Very, 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 very sure. There's, <laughs> there's, there's a game. There's a game for somebody out there, right? It's, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's always one, like, yeah, there's always something. It could be I kick think... the can. It could be skip a rock across the water and see how far mm. it goes. That, there's that is, there's a game in game. something, you know? I mean, like, I mean, like, just, I mean, like, just look at video games. Like, there's so many different genres as well as so many different types. How, it's like there's literally a video game where you do nothing but click on a jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> it's, I'm pretty sure that game... We'll have what is that? Some... <laughs> Why is it not in my life? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, like, it's one. Of the, There's it's... more than one of them, or they're going to make another one. It's literally a button for trophy clicking. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's literally <laughs> a trophy, 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 trophy. It's literally <laughs> easy. It's literally an easy platinum game. That's pretty much what it is. But yeah, that's still a game that's created. I guess there's yeah, like that's... simulator as well so i mean <laughs> yeah i mean like there's i mean like there's a game there's a game out there like you said beast there's a game out there for everyone 
And if you think that video games just aren't your thing, it's like one, I personally don't believe you. Uh, but two, um, it's like just take I'm like, just take a look. Just type in like um uh building simul simulator. There's plenty of games that are just building and building like and um uh if you if you want to uh I don't know uh Sims, for example. I yeah. may it's like um yeah, I think if you just want to make a family and just you know watch your Sims do whatever, it's like there's a thing and just mess with them. There's a thing right there. If you want to just um you know get completely spooked with a uh, horror games, it's like there's literally a cat entire catalog or entire yes, genre is. that's there for you to click on. You want strategy games? There's a bunch of those. You want turn-based games? There's a bunch of those. Uh, hell, there and um. <clears throat> like think of like any popular anime cartoon um even manga books like um there's plenty of there's plenty of video game adaptations lord of the rings for example there's plenty of games like all the way from the gba all the way till now there's still quite a few of those games out there like you just need you just need to be able to look okay uh iron flesh what are those two, um, if you want to call them slogans, um, sayings of yours? What are, is there anything that you can build off of from what um, Beast had to say about them? Um, so, yeah, so rethinking, um, when, every time I see that or read that, one story that comes to mind is, um, so as like a little background, my dad is like, super against video games or at least was super against video games when i was younger you know like the classic like old man like you're wasting your life playing this Yo. game like you, you need to go out and do something something with your life and he was always that he was always against it and he created that barrier between us and i just like like it wasn't a way for us to really connect personally because ever anything i was into was involved with video games and he just always saw that as a waste of my time but yeah. then like he was like how are you ever gonna get a get a job like when you're older if you just keep uh keep like surrounding your life in video games and and you know now it's it's ironic because he's my biggest supporter with everything i'm doing like oh, yeah. he, awesome. like That's he actually awesome. is giving me tips on how to start streaming and how to start a YouTube channel and and it was through Bound and through the video game club that he saw me just light up with this passion to want to help other people with gaming and you know breaking those stereotypes that you know other families or other people might have um cuz there's definitely a divide generationally with, yeah. with video games and mm. I think rethink gaming is not only a way to think of that educationally, like uh, Beast Mode was saying, where you know you can rethink gaming into education. But I think just rethinking gaming as a as a lifestyle, you know, you know your your five year old son might be picking up video games for the first time, and you're like scared for him because he's going to grow up to be you know, a loser that sits home in your basement all day, does nothing but plays <laughs> video games, screaming at his TV. But that might actually ignite some creative passion for him to want to do something regarding video games with his life. I think it's 
I think it's a great avenue to just, you know, rethink everything basically. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the, um, everyone everyone games i really like that slogan too because it's so like it's such an obvious statement everyone games but it's it holds a lot more depth because you know it really is true that everyone games in some kind of capacity like i know whenever we had our um egpa event and we flew in uh that voice actor kyle bear he's like some 55 year old dude but you know picking him up that morning and driving him for like an hour and a half to the event i i mean he was famous so i was nervous to talk to him but of course there's that like 30 40 year gap between me and him because i'm 19 (laughs) he's 55 like what do i talk to a 55 year old dude about other than like his job but you know even he plays video games like he streams himself and plays call of duty and Fortnite. And all of that. And hearing that even someone like Kyle Bear, who's, you know, super famous, doesn't have a lot of time on his hands and, you know, is also like basically bordering that boomer, like boomer generation, even even he still games. So it's like it's it's a it's a powerful statement, basically, because it makes you like actually think like does every single person game and yes. they do they do it, it's just you know, it's just like a, even if, even if it's not video games even if it's just like a simple even if it's a simple card game yeah like, I'm, um, i mean my grandma my grandma plays card games all the time like blackjack like she's a big gambler <laughs> she'll play blackjack and poker but just gaming as a whole like i know vgc usa started as uh, video game clubs, but it's evolved into just gaming on all capacities. And so, mm-hmm. you know, what might have started as a video game club might have evolved into D and D nights with your buddies who you like met on one video game, but you're now meeting in person to play D and D. And it's that's like pretty ama- that's pretty amazing, especially just just think about D and D in general. Just think yeah. about actually just the evolution of D and D. In the past five years, you can literally play D and D now online with your friends. You don't have I, to be at. I mean, yes, there's nostalgia in person in me might yeah. want to. Hey, I want to pull up a chair and have my whole have my whole party here and actually physically roll the dice. I mean, yeah, that that might be the nostalgia person in me. But just thinking about the fact that you can do it online now with your friends, pretty oh, freaking mm-hmm. amazing. I think. I think. Oh, yeah. she- um talk like on that D topic i think stranger things like mm. as much as like <laughs> yeah. that's like a kind of like a weird show for people to be into but that i definitely helped with the popularity of D because it definitely did because it definitely like, did having that show take place in it was the 80s right 80, 80 like 90s late 80s 90s area like hearing the things they'd say about D being like a devil like a devil cult like your kids are like throwing their lives away with D is exactly how video games were in the early 90s late 2000s and oh, it's yeah, like sure. seeing that stigma kind of fizzle out or at least start yeah. to fizzle out for video games and open up opportunities um it's one of the reasons why i liked seeing stranger things and 
what actually got me into D&D as well was seeing that kind of like stigma evolve. Uh, Stranger Things is uh, set in the 80s. Started, 80s, in, uh, yeah. started in 1883 and so far stops at uh, 86. Okay. So. I was going to say, I mean, I mean, you could kind of tell by like, especially the, the way that they were trying to dress them. Like yeah. the the, war, the wardrobes and everything, I knew that they were either ni- either early nineties, late eighties, but, but yeah, I I like I like what you're saying about that. The other thing about Stranger Things, I don't know, it probably just caught me because I'm a big ho- I'm a horror nut, and nope. anything like that is just like right up my alley. I mean, mm-hmm. and the only thing is, I have not watched the most recent season because I've been. St- I've been on animes and I've been, I started Hunter, Hunter x Hunter. I was like, so I'm like, I, I, I want to watch that. And then, and then I'll, then I'll watch that. But, <laughs> oh, but, uh, quick. Uh, sorry, turtle. Um, quick thing that, um, I think all of you will really enjoy like one game. It's on steam. Um, have any of you heard of, uh, Henry Stickman? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, not familiar. It's yeah. really like, familiar. Yeah, Henry Henry Stickman the collection um has a shit ton of references not only for what um the stick characters say but also because of the uh physical um um the yeah, physical uh body that people that the creator uh Puffballs like have any of you heard of Among Us? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same same creator. That, oh, it's the same people. That's, an, that's yeah. another game so, that can bring anybody together. By the way, or rip, or or rip friends and or rip friendships apart. I mean, yeah, that's it's like a Yeah, it's like ever had two games rip friendships apart, and that was <laughs> Mario Party and Pico Park. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. So anyway, so um, one of the it's like um, what you just said there, a turtle reminded me of um. There's actually a uh, stick stickified character of the main character of Hunter Hunter going up against I think another character whose whose name in the Henry Stickman game was um uh geez, Louise um I think it was. Japanese. I was getting excited. I thought you were gonna say that there was a character of the Demogorgon. I was getting <laughs> oh, no. really, really excited. <laughs> like, no, there's a there's a character referencing Sparta. Um, but anyway, oh, um, how's that the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you ripping my soul apart? Yeah, so it's like a uh, in it's like in that in one of the scenes, there's actually a stick fight a, a personifa persona of the main character of Hunter Hunter doing a rock paper scissors game against another character from a completely different anime whose entire gimmick revolves around rock paper scissors whose name is the japanese version of rock paper scissors it's like it's those kinds of things where it's like how the hell did this dude think so gone plays rock paper scissors against rock paper scissors yeah pretty much <laughs> Awful. Yeah, so it's like it's one of those it's another game that i really want uh turtle this turtle i really want these three 
people to play, possibly you two as well. Um, I want you guys to play it and see if you can catch all the references that um, are in those games. I would love to watch you guys stream it. That whole thing that you just went on a rant about, how many times did you have to read that over to to fully be able to understand it? Because it took me so long to catch up to you. (laughs) It's like my, it's it's like uh, sometimes my brain just starts going and my mouth struggles to keep up. (laughs) Yeah, that or sometimes the other way around. I have no idea. Now, VGC, how with with those two slogans did you guys catch that they are super super simple but they can be thought about so broadly mm-hmm. or did you have to sit and think about them for a little bit and be like these are super simple super simply said but can be taken so far but be so meaningful did, did that take a minute for you guys as well like to to catch that because, um, because, I didn't like, understand it, it what the fuck you just asked. <laughs> um, so I think, I think hearing them for the first time, I I really didn't think much about it. But it's one of those slogans that, like, after you read it like the third or fourth time, like you really like start to ponder it and like actually like feel the gravity of it. Like, yes, they're super simple, and I mean. That's like Bound's whole thing is super he, simple. He's super simple, but he overthinks literally everything and his mind is just <laughs> constantly racing. And that's that's one of the reasons why I like working with him is because he comes up with like the craziest ideas that seem simple to edu- like like execute, but the way he puts thought into them is so just complex that mm-hmm. I I mean mm-hmm. I mean, you see it. You see it in the slogans themselves. Well, yeah, I was gonna say because I was sitting there. When I got home. I threw the hat down that he gave me and the the shirt, and mm. and I was just sitting there looking at it, rethink game, and it just took me a while. I was eating my Chinese food. I was just like, that is super simple. <laughs> but yeah, it, some- it, can be take, it can be taken this way. It can be taken this way, and then just hearing you guys go on go on what you guys thought about it. I'm just like. But these were simple words. It's a conversation starter. Yeah. And, and yep. that, is, that what you just said is probably what he was thinking in his brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's, what, that's at least what makes me think about it is it's a conversation starter, which goes back to exactly what he was talking about whenever, whenever you think about like what, you, what you guys' mission is, is, okay, so these kids might be, especially when you bring it back to the students at least, with these students might not have, have have the social skills, so let's go ahead and help them out by giving them video games, mm-hmm. and then boom, these people don't have to really think about oh, what if I don't fit in? Oh, we can just be talking about the video game, good game, guys, or things exactly. like that. It's just like it's the conversation starter, and it, it's fantastic, and it just all goes in a perfect little circle. Yeah, it makes. I'm... Sorry, go ahead. No, goes around good. around. I gonna say it makes it makes everything on an even playing field, you know. Nobody's there's no hierarchy anywhere. Everybody's on the same playing field. It's the same even play, like level field, and nobody feels like they're uh they're like an outcast. Everybody, it's an invitation to be part of the community, you know. Um, so yeah, it, it just 
it's a good conversation starter and invites people to the table to say, hey, what do you think about what do you think it means? And then it just bounces off of each other, you know? It's it's pretty cool. I, I love, love that. I, I, I those things like that are what I can I feel like I can just go on rants about about just just seeing things like that, especially if something if it's even back to my tattoo, like my, my tattoo I'm finishing up right now, the way that it's set up, it all just works in a big circle. And when things are like that, it's just something, it's just things that I enjoy. It's something I enjoy. I mean, like, it's I, the same, I don't it's know. The same I like everything to like kind of have its hand in the pot and oh, yeah. be a thing. Right. I, uh, yeah, just, um, to give a, give a little story. I believe it was last, just last weekend. Um, Bound and I were at Magfest, which I'm sure you guys all know. That's the, that's, the, that's the thing you guys uh, post on Instagram, right? Yeah, we posted about it on social media, and you guys, uh, had, the, you guys had the table set up or whatever. Yeah, in, in the in the marketplace, and we had hundreds of people not only swap out their lanyards like we were doing, but ask like, "What does rethink gaming mean?" Because we had our T-shirts laid on the table and all of our slogans and. It, hundreds upon hundreds of people come up and ask us like what it is we do and it, like exactly what we were doing on the podcast is just giving a little bit of a background and like telling my own story as well as ex- like really explaining rethink gaming it was just like like no one no one could disagree with what we were doing like exactly. even even the like <laughs> most hardcore video game haters couldn't say shit because we're just you can't like say no to a kid for wanting to go play with his friends mm-hmm. like you can't say no to a kid wanting to do good and wanting to raise money for charity like, you just can't because then you're then you're just a child <laughs> hater basically that was that was bounce like <laughs> that was like his ultimatum at Magfest. If no one wanted to talk to him about their nonprofit, he's like, "Oh, so you hate kids? You know, you, you hate kids." And his, you know, his oh, his, his, his standoff boundaries. Yeah, like it's oh, so, yeah. He raises his hand. Oh, so you hate kids? Like it's just you know, <laughs> just playing, oh, just playing man. that. Angle. It was it was hilarious to watch. He's but you're thinking it too. You're thinking it too. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I just. Oh, it's man. it's definitely a conversation starter. The, the slogans and I mean, just Bound himself is a walking conversation starter. And that's <laughs> yes. that's, that's kind of how Bound I'm trying to be. Air. Bound could sell air. Yeah, he or, could. He could, or he could sell water to a fish. Yeah, and it's like and that that entire thing of a uh, rethink gaming just reminded me of another thing that happened to me. <clears throat> so um. I don't know if you two know, but I have autism. And so I think you can imagine how difficult that was uh, growing up, as well as being a super avid gamer. So one of the one of the things that uh, my mom uh, like took me to when I was still when I was still a kid was to go to a. um, I wouldn't really call it a therapist's office, like I wouldn't really call it that, but it was something along those lines in which uh because of because of um how my brain worked it was extremely hard for me to actually focus on anything and so what my mom took me to do was um uh the the lady in charge would like put like a sensories uh like these little sensor things on my head and so and then put me in front of a computer 
And what I would have to do is completely focus on the game. It was basically just a, 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 a straight course and you and you have to focus on your dude staying on the road and not going off to one of the sides. And so what I had to do was completely focus on that in order to make sure that uh, that dude didn't go off the road, off the rails. And it was thanks to that kind of therapy that allowed me to like, um, like my brain, like I'm still scatterbrained. Don't, don't get me wrong, but it's, I've definitely approved from when I was a kid, thanks to not only that kind, not only to all of that, but to also a lot of other games, which basically forced me to focus 100% of the time. That's so okay. Like, that's, I still love you. <laughs> yeah. So and it's like, and that's just one of those things where it's like, um, <clears throat> like the entire rethink gaming. It's like, if, if uh, gaming was a hu- wasn't such a huge part of my life and uh, my family didn't, you know, they didn't understand that it was thanks to gaming that I can actually meet new people and um, I actually really get to open up. Like if they didn't understand that or understand autism or anything like that, I possibly wouldn't even No, I possibly not possibly. I would not be here right now if it wasn't for them and especially gaming. It, that takes me back to a conversation I had with my uh, high school teacher. Um, my high school was, well, it still is, unfortunately. It's kind of rough, you know. Um, my, high, my freshman year, we started out with about like 600 kids. My, I graduated with a class of 263. We lost a lot. Um, some well, say some moved away. Uh, you know, life happened, uh, and unfortunately, some either got locked up or some didn't survive to make it to um, to graduation. So there was there was a lot of stuff that happened, and we always every, even when I graduated, we had this conversation like if we were to implement gaming inside the classroom, not just as, as at the school program, but inside the classroom, how many lives could we have saved? if they were focused on something that they actually enjoyed and still was able to benefit and learn something from it. Like how many lives could we have saved if they were to, to play uh, whatever, like whatever game it was inside the classroom that they enjoyed, but also had a, able to have a conversation about it and also make it more educational. That would probably motivate so many kids that want that to come to school to do their work, to come to class on time, it could have changed so much, you know? And Unfortunately, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, the impact of gaming could it really change lives. It could save lives. And a lot of I people know. are now starting to understand that. I know it's like you could, it's like you can put you can put a kid in front uh, in front of a screen and like with that little pointer and just be like, you know, this, 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 this. You can do that all day long. Yeah. But if the kid isn't uh, motivated to actually want to learn about this stuff, then what the hell's the point? That's true. That, yeah. Why does that, why does what you were just talking about beast? Why does that make me think of coach Carter? Mm. Yeah. you seen the movie? Samuel oh, yeah. Jackson. Oh, yeah. Fanta- fantastic movie. Yes. But, but I believe, so I didn't see that movie until probably 2019. My wife showed it to me actually. 
It's one of the few Samuel L. Jackson movies that she saw before me. (laughs) (laughs) And seeing Channing Tatum as a high school student is just weird. It is. It was was (laughs) super weird to me. Even seeing him in 20, even for 21 Jump Street and all that, 22 (laughs) Jump Street. It's it's weird to me when I know that that guy is, it makes me think about Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, you're way too old to be there. What are you doing? <laughs> but, but anyways, Coach Carter has so many great life lessons. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many movies nowadays that just have gone away from having life lessons yeah. that I feel like I have to go and watch. Like, like It's like if I watch a, a movie that I'm just like, what am I supposed to learn from this? Mm-hmm. I have to go watch Coach Carter or I have to go watch <laughs> Facing the Giants or something like that. Yeah. Just so that... I can feel okay. I'm. I feel morally better now. I tell you, <laughs> I get that. But seriously, like, so Coach Carter doing that whole thing with they have to get good grades because X amount of students from um, graduating from that school or from from the, that state that state or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's like only so many. The rest either die or get locked up. Like you were, even just like you were saying, like. Mm-hmm. That's just scary. It is. It's scary to think about, like, are the schools failing? Are the teachers, teachers failing? Or are the students failing the teachers in the school districts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know if that stuff is still happening today or if those yeah. numbers are anywhere near correct today. Mm-hmm. But if they are, mm-hmm. we need to figure out which side is actually failing which side because we can't just keep nailing these teachers. Oh, yeah. if, mm-hmm. if actually it's the students and the parents oh yeah because yeah. we're not gonna say that all parents are, are perfect because i i can i can attest to two that are terrible right now the one <laughs> the ones that are that are actually in charge of my nephew that i'm working on adopting gotcha. mm-hmm. I, I can give you i can give you two parents right now that should have had to, should have had to take a test you have to take a test to drive in in america you have to take a test shouldn't you have to take a test to reproduce <laughs> <laughs> if it were that simple yeah and it's just like uh what it's like that also brought back another memory turtle um what did i do like, this time <laughs> well like uh back in high school uh junior year i believe for me uh i was in a biology class w- and um there were two classes uh for fifth and sixth period 30 30 students each so a total of 60 kids Guess how, guess how many A's there were in both classes, like One. overall? One. What about the rest of you guys? How many A's do you guys think there were two overall? I'd say three. three. <laughs> Probably three. Three or four. Four? Thank four. you. There were, there were four. I, um, th- let's see, I was one of them, and then there were three girls. Did you have to show off on him? <laughs> well, no, it's like, it's this. Uh, well, that, no, well, that, no, no. Go, go well, ahead. That, go ahead. Well, no, that's a given. But anyway, so. No, go ahead, Otto. Well, no, it's like, it's like what happened? It's like, um, uh, basically, we were all separated into these groups based on our tables. And so uh, throughout the years, throughout the years. Okay. Yes, I was in that one biology. Uh, I, know, I know words are hard it's okay yeah, so, point brain. <laughs> yeah so what happened what happened was um <clears throat> like i was the typical teacher's pet 
um throughout all the classes because um, because that's because <laughs> that's how my mom raised me to do my best in all my classes even if it gets hard and so uh, i really tried to bring that into my schools into my uh classroom stuff and even when i was in a group i was like okay you guys are doing this you guys are doing this let's go ahead and get this shit. let's go ahead and get this shit done it's like especially when the teacher i really liked in my biology class um was actually one that tried to make it fun that tried to make it interesting and so um there were and so at the end of the school year at the end of my year in, in his class i actually st- straight up went up to him i had such a good relationship with him that i actually went up to him and asked him um you know how many a's were there he said oh there were only about four and this was the end of the year and i'm like oh well what's the what was the lowest percentages Guess what the lowest percentages there were? Zero S. <laughs> Zero. Thirty-three percent. Whatever F was. Twenties. Ish. Twenties, and that was the like key. Straight up told me that about half of my class, about half of them, were failing. Half. So 15 so, students, give or take two or three. Two, it's like about 15, 16, maybe even 17 students were failing oh. his class. Uh, yes. and, I can, and I can easily tell you that it was not the teacher's fault. Like, I could, like I've had classes in which the teacher made everything extremely boring, extremely complicated, or just was straight up not interesting to listen to. But my biology teacher did his damnedest to make sure everyone got fair shots. And he even allowed me to post riddles on the board for extra credit for anyone that's struggling. But no one took those things. And he straight up told me that he's been getting a lot of phone calls from those students who have like 20s, 30s, 40s, 50 percentages. And them asking him, well, what the hell? Why aren't you teaching my students? Like, why Why is my kid failing this class? And he's just straight up like, yeah, your kid just straight up did not do any of the work. They were not paying attention. They were not doing anything except. Yeah. I mean, that's all they were doing like, your the kid entire class. Sucks. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. just, that's just that thing. All that too. That's, but it, that's it, just it, the thing. Like, bound, bound with, as a teacher phenomenal and i think that's one of the reasons why he's striving and and actually doing so well with vgc because of first of all i mean i know that it it seems like it's been put on the back burner but the whole school side of what he's trying to do like like i mean that just shows his dedication to trying to i I mean i know that he's in it person personally as well with like his little ones like they have their they have their learning issues that, that um he's that he's like pushing with and he's he's straight up told me like how well they how okay yes they have this going on with them but look at what my kid can do on in League of Legends. Mm-hmm. I bet you I bet you they own own your kid in League of Legends. Like he he straight up said that. That was so funny. That was I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um but but like in the classroom, bound as a classroom, he—I <laughs> swear—he made every 
because of him being a history teacher, of course, he got to talk about war. And he made every war out to almost be like a play. And it was so funny. It was mm-hmm. so funny just getting each kid, each student involved. And he straight up called me vampire because, okay, so I had him <laughs> for history the same time. Yes, I was that kid trying to read a book in the middle of his class. And it was when Twilight was coming out. I was just like, okay, I want to check this oh, out. Like, I, was, I was being, I was being pushed. I was being pushed into it. I was just like, okay, I'll give it a shot. I'll read it. And he straight <laughs> looked at me and said, "Hey, vampires." I was like, like, oh, thanks, thanks, friend. You you noticed me actually dozing off a little bit, so I picked out my book. I'm sorry. What do you want? <laughs> and I look back at it now, and I'm just like, how do you still like me if I was trying to read a book in your class? <laughs> But but it it just goes to show the the character of him in the classroom. And I think like half of, I might not remember like every specific war that he taught, but I know that history, I think it all started in his classroom, my love for history because of, because of just how he made it between him and Ambrosio. I had Ambrosio for um, junior English and I absolutely love that guy. Flash. I don't know if, I don't know if you got to have uh, Mr. Ambrosio, but that guy, yeah, I, uh, I I see him at the uh, country club all the time, just driving golf carts. I love that dude. I never had him as a teacher, but I mean, after he retired, he just I, wait. Which like, year so did he retire? Um, oh, shoot, this was I want to say like three years ago, maybe. Okay. Yeah, okay. but yeah, yeah I, I, guess I guess I'm showing my age. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's showing a, my age a little bit. He's, okay, a, he's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, like, but yeah, between between Bound and Ambro, that's where I that's where my history, my love for history came from. Mm-hmm. Was those two guys? They were f- phenomenal. And uh, go ahead, Otto. I think you were trying to talk. Yep. Oh yeah, it's a, like a like um what I was trying to get to with my story, like what basically you guys were talking about. It's like sometimes the teacher can do all they can in order to try and help a student out, like heavens forbid a lot of a lot of teachers had to deal with my shit um when i was uh, when they were teaching me um but it's like they it's like a teacher can always do whatever they can like they can try to make their class as entertaining as possible they can try to make their lessons as entertaining as possible they can try and tell their student they can try and tell the students hey you're going to you are going to need this um you know when you're when you're older it's like they can do all they can to try and make their class as entertaining as possible to help the students to learn. But if the students don't want to learn, then and they're, they're absolutely refusing to actually do any of the work. They're refusing to learn the material. They're refusing to do the homework. It's like, what was the teacher supposed to do at that point? Yeah, there's a, a whole like... There's a whole world of things that could affect that. Like me personally, I'm on a school board in my in this area now from my from where I graduated because I know when I graduated, we did, I was not prepared for college, so we need to fix some stuff. So, like it's, it's terrible. So like, but I'm starting to learn now. Like now that I'm out of school and I'm listening to the students, and um, especially when COVID hit, that just messed everything up. Like it just mm-hmm. that. That established a, a, a huge gap in between where the students needed to be and where they're actually at now. Like it's it's just it's bad. Um, but we started to realize the the gaps in the <laughs> services that they needed 
and there's the gaps on where um, the community needs to step in and the gaps where parents need to step in. There were so many different pieces of that puzzle. And unfortunately, it's 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 a it's a it's a partnership that has to happen with everybody, like the students, the parents, the teachers, the administrators on top of that, people in the community uh, and just different resources. There's so much that that has to go into this because everybody is living it. Living arrangement is different as well. Um, yeah, it's, like, it's 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 extremely easy to just blame the teachers, fire them oh, again, yeah. again, new set. Um, it's that's like the easiest. Um, the, the, that's like the easiest scapegoat. But then there's also the sim- there's also the simple fact that it's like, well, sometimes the home life of like each student can be vastly different from each other. Like, yeah. um, uh, like I don't know. Like, um, if a student if a student is raised to like be prejudiced against like a certain type of person, either yeah. you know, um, you know, just straight up females. Or sorry, it's just straight up one gender slash one sex slash whatever. Um, then there's like a specific skin color, specific even hair color, even eye color. It's like if a student is raised to be prejudiced against one of those types of things, and they get a teacher like that, then they're already pre then they're already prejudging their teacher negatively, making it so they'll already be like, I don't want to listen to this a hole. Like, I don't want to know. And so they'll and so they'll typically just refuse to do any kind of work from that teacher. And it's not the teacher's fault. It's like, what is the teacher supposed to do? Just completely rip out their eyes and put in the new pair? It's I like mean, it's like it's I mean, those kind whatever of happened to this isn't Naruto, this isn't Naruto no. turtle. They say yeah. Naruto. Hey, so. hey, 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 we're not gonna talk about Donzo like that. We're not gonna talk about <laughs> Donzo like that. Hey, hey, hey. I, 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 that's the only time I that's the only time I cheered Sasuke in that entire anime. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't stand Sasuke the entire anime until Donzo. Once yeah, he took out Donzo, actually stand so, Sasuke. Eh, the Boruto movie made me maybe have some respect for Sasuke. It's the only time, but but I mean when when he killed Donzo, I was cheering him the entire time. Now. <laughs> Yep. So yes. is it, whatever is, happened to accountability? Yes. So whatever happened to that? I mean, I know that going into my my high school career, account, I was being held accountable for everything. I was being held accountable for a, a lot. If a book went missing, we had to pay money. I mean, isn't that that's about normal for, for a librarian to come chasing you? Hey, where's my book? I mean, it's <laughs> kind of normal, but um. In the past, I'd say about four or five years, I think I've seen the accountability go completely down, gone. Because I mean, like, I mean now, now we're passing kids that aren't doing half the amount of schoolwork I, I did. And heck, I had to go back as a super senior for two classes because I couldn't pass junior English to save my life in <laughs> Chambersburg. Well, I mean, like I was, I mean, like I was straight up blamed for having meltdowns when I was like extremely young by the teachers. I mean, they, they straight up did not want to learn about those with autism in order to properly help me out. And so it's like I already told you the story of um, uh, the absolute hell that my family went through in order to mm-hmm. properly raise me. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to go into that again. But it's just one of those things where it's like sometimes you will also get those teachers that are completely apathetic towards the students that they teach. 
like it's an it's an inevitability and and that and in those kinds of situations it's like yeah and when the students don't listen to the teacher um or they should have don't want to because either the teacher's completely apathetic or he or um the teacher treats them treats the students like i don't know like complete shit then can you really blame the student for not wanting to learn the material at that point i guess in a way so, it comes down to if you're going to investigate and possibly fire a teacher, please make sure that you actually do the investigation fully. Mm-hmm. Figure, like, get it. Like, if you have to, like, interview students, if you have to interview parents, if you have to interview multiple different people, you really need all the information because almost as if you're going to court legit. Because, I mean, you never, because a teacher is going to go in there saying that, hey, this student didn't want to do this, 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 and have a chopping list. The student is going to go in there saying, well, that teacher is just not fair. Or maybe the student is being serious and this this teacher was treating them incorrectly. I mean, you really, really need something from both sides. You probably need probably need fellow teachers to give to give a statement. You probably need fellow students. You probably need, but I mean, you all and you probably need to talk to parents. I mean, you have to you have to do that because otherwise, you're just going to keep you possibly Billy Sue over here in eleventh grade is going to completely get their completely all new teachers because they're just going to say oh well i got this teacher fired maybe i get this teacher this teacher and this teacher all fired and then maybe i'll get straight a's mm-hmm. and not even not even earn a single one mm-hmm. well and yeah possibly go, possibly go into senior year with straight a's move into possibly ap ap classes and not be ready for those ap classes <laughs> yeah, yeah i still wasn't ready for ap classes <laughs> <laughs> that that's why i think um something like like gaming clubs in schools, like I think helps with everything that you guys brought up, you know, bringing back um, LaQuinn's point about, you know, if they had some kind of gaming club in like instituted in the school that like the kids would have done better because I think having that a positive connection with teachers and like real mentors helps the kid no matter it, what what point in their their school career they're at you know i think that just like have like going to school is not necessarily a good thing for kids but when you what is boring yeah it's boring (laughs) and and you and you hate the teachers and like there's that there's that divide in school but i think having those gaming clubs help kids to not be assholes so much if that makes sense and oh yeah it could be assholes to each other you know (laughs) it it helps form those strong relationships with the peers and the teachers and it also still creates some kind of accountability because if you know if you want to go play video games with your with your buddies during study hall you know the teachers have some kind of uh, like weight to hold against them it's like well if you're you know you have a c in this one class if you do the work for that class then you can go play your games and it's like you can't hate the teacher for you wanting to do good but most kids do but now that there's those positive role models with the gaming club and really any kind of club this can work but i think it helps solve all the issues that you guys brought up tonight Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know. Are clubs still like a big thing in schools? Like, 
like because I remember uh, them. In, so I remember them in certain schools. I remember them, but I don't remember when they. Re- I really can think of that they. S- I stopped hearing about them or something. But okay, yeah. If there's still like a big thing, then yeah, like okay. So you need you need. It's kind of like being in on the basketball team, the football team, or baseball team. You have to have you have to have the grades to go play. Coach Carter bringing it back. You have to have mm-hmm. the grades. You have to have whatever the percentages was in all your classes. You have to sit in the front rows of those classes, attend, mm-hmm. do all your homework, all that good stuff. All that good stuff that Samuel Jackson was preaching. You need to do all this so that way you can you can um, go play basketball for him. Yep. You do the same thing so you can go play the video games w- with your teachers or mm-hmm. with or with your friends. I mean, my favorite thing, I'll tell you what, um, when I met Bound in ninth grade was when Modern Warfare 2 a rich OG Modern Warfare <laughs> 2 was, was the Call of Duty at the time. Mm-hmm. OG Modern Warfare 2. We, we did our school thing. I went home. When he was done with all of his work, he, he would tell me what time he was going to get on. We hopped on PlayStation 3 at the time and got on, and we, we played, we played yeah. some, some Modern Warfare 2. Greatest, oh, times my, greatest times of my life. Bound might have been one of the hardest teachers on me about stuff, but... Same thing with Ambro. Ambro was another one that was super, super hard ass. But all he wanted to do, but I look back now and those two guys are the two teachers that I still to this day care the most for in that in that school district. Because they were because they were preaching the right stuff. Playing Modern Warfare 2 with Bound was one of my favorite things. Talking crap at each other. It was great. It's great. It's something I absolutely love. Even today, he was joking at me when I was at my tattoo appointment when he stopped to see me and drop off some VGC merch. It was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, it's I, like I, I commend always, him for that. It's like it's always a blast whenever you get those teachers that always do their uh, demos to help you as well as um, make everything much more entertaining. Like for oh, me, yeah. Miss W, my English teacher. In um, sophomore year, I believe, um, I was having a meltdown, or it was the it was the aftermath of a meltdown. So I would be completely unresponsive for like the rest of the day. However, the um, the special activity that she had us do this time, which I still kick myself to this day for not participating because of what I because of what had happened. But what the what the event thing was, was that um, we were it's like we were being taught about like um, a yield English or whatever. And so the the activity was we had to like the class was basically split in half um, uh, one side. It's like and um, we were all given like um, a bunch of pieces of paper. We were told to. Uh, write down like old insults on those pieces of paper crumple the piece of paper up and then when she said go we would start just flinging them at the other side (laughs) that's fantastic kind of like the throwing rocks and it and then another and then another activity which i did participate in this one in my junior year was when again it was a type of yield english and we actually had to go through our books, write down like a bunch of different insults using that language. And then in the most show offy way possible, we would basically one v one other students 
and be as show up as possible and read out our insults to each other. Nice. <laughs> it was like an extremely fun way to learn about um, each of those insults. And we all had a blast. That's awesome. That is awesome. So it's like it's those kinds of teachers where it's like they make they make they made English for me, which is one of my worst subjects. They made it a hell of a lot of fun to learn about because of activities like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I uh he, you know, hearing about teachers going above and beyond to help students participate is all the more reason why video game club should be in every single school because i mean if you show me a teacher who doesn't want to start a club any club really because they don't want to help kids then that person probably should not be a teacher they're honestly in the complete, they're in the complete wrong the, line yeah. of work they can go like, work at a, they can go work at a warehouse where they don't where they can just work by themselves yeah and most of the people I hear who are starting the gaming clubs are teachers themselves wanting to engage with the kids. And you Hello, know, kids. <laughs> I, I still, I still think that there are kids out there who want to start gaming clubs and teachers are just, I'm sure there's teachers who are so against gaming, but I, you know, just hearing, hearing the teachers like really want to engage with kids is, is like the number one reason why gaming clubs should be literally everywhere. Any after-school program, really, because I know you know, like when you do your Beast Initiative program, mm -hmm. I was seeing a lot of that online, and that that's not necessarily in schools, right? That's that's like everywhere. Any, really it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And it's just the community. It's like like we we have started to shift more not only in public schools, but in public libraries as well. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Starting um, after school programs in libraries. So, you know, after school, even if your high school doesn't have a gaming club, you know, the library down the street from your school that you could have walked to, you know, they'll now start to have gaming clubs and it kind of revitalizes libraries in a, in a new way. Again, rethinking gaming. And to help educate oh, yeah. kids and bring the community together so that more kids have pathways and opportunities to get to graduate high school and know what they want to go to college for, or even, you know, help out with the public library programs. It's, you know, yeah. gaming clubs. Then, just, what are you saying? Well, it's, it's like, um, Sorry to completely cut you off there, but <laughs> but it's also one of those things where it's like also another thing of rethinking gaming is like um uh like a like um influences for example like I already talked about uh, the Dark Souls games and how much the dude that first created those games Miyazaki was like very much influenced by the anime Berserk and even nowadays in Elden Ring. There's still plenty of references to to that anime, so it's like if you so it's like when you're um, when you're playing those games and you're like, wait a second, I know that from somewhere. And then when you actually look up like maybe the boss or the move or even specific enemy, and it's like something that you would never have guessed, you're like, holy shit, I just learned something. <laughs> and it's like and another easy another easy thing to learn about Pokemon. 
Like there is like there's like what almost a thousand different types of Pokemon out there, yep. and I'm and like so and so many of them have influences from mythologies to real life things mm-hmm. to even um, predator prey uh, types things in the real world, like actual animals. Like you could probably spend like over an hour just reading all of the influences for each individual Pokemon and be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That matches with that. Or that matches with that. <laughs> it's like, it's honestly insane. Like once you start getting into like some video games that takes influences from a bunch of different areas, you can actually read those and actually learn about, um, learn about each of those. Like um, uh, smite, uh, for instance, that's like a bunch of gods. Like I'm pretty sure, sh- like um yes they're all overly exaggerated but they all typically follow like the formula of what their origin was and so it's like um someone's playing Aphrodite for instance and you're like hmm i wonder what who is this Aphrodite and then they look her up mm-hmm. and then they read about greek and then they're like oh that was interesting i wonder is there anyone else oh there's Poseidon on here who's Poseidon and then you know that goes down a rabbit hole and they start learning about uh, the Greek gods and who knows, maybe it may even snowball even further. And they want to be like, huh, these, the Greek guys were actually pretty cool. I wonder what they did. And then they start looking up history for the Greeks. And then mm-hmm. that just completely snowballed into wanting to learn about Greek, maybe even wanting to learn, learn uh, their language all because they started playing smite and they played one character. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's honestly insane. Just, um, you know what one little thing can do to uh to influence someone, and th- that's why I think one of the beauties of gaming is just mm-hmm. wanting just wanting to learn. People have to opt into gaming, however, it's up to them whether they want to actually learn right mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've hit some. Pretty good, pretty good topics here tonight. Um, I'm, tr- I just had one and it was completely gone. Um, other than actually, okay, so Flash, you said that next week you're gonna start actually content creating. Um, and whenever you get a link, um, and everything, you'll have to get that to me so that way we can promote that a little bit. Beast, we've already talked about your streams. <laughs> We already talked about your streams, dude. Oh man, what is your plans for this year? As far as if, even away from VGC, I know that, but I mean, you're always gonna be tied to VGC. But as far as your content creating this year, do you have any big plans? Do you have any big things coming? Like, kind of like how I was bringing up that I got my 24. Do you got anything? I know that you might not be able to do 20. I don't know if you're able to do a 24. If you've ever considered doing one. If you will, you want to do that with me? I mean, I sign you right up. But I mean, what do you you got any big plans for this year as far as content creating? I do. Um, I've done a few 24 hours, and I think I'm at an age. I'm like, look, (laughs) I need to take a a step back. I don't know. Well, no, it's not too bad. You know, I get snacks. I'd be good to go. Um, But looking forward into this year, um, we're, we're planning on doing a lot of traveling. So with my sister's Ooh. competitive cheerleading team, uh, they have been traveling. Right now, they're in North Carolina for some kind of cheer competition. And, mm. you know, it, it's a lot. But we're pretty sure that they're going through very well this this weekend. That 
allow them to go to Florida and to Disney. So we are looking to do a vlog in, in Disney uh, and kind of vlogging that entire experience down there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm also we're also looking into uh, getting into uh, TwitchCon as well uh, this this year. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't by my, my friend. That's it wasn't my choice. My I want because I want to go too. But man, when I was looking at the prices and things, my friend, that's a little pricey. It wasn't my choice. Yeah. It wasn't. I, uh, yeah, looking at looking at conventions. That's uh, one of Bound's goals is to go to a lot of conventions too. And uh, no. like PAX East up in Boston oh. um, is, I think, one we're going to in March, and it's like just five thousand dollars just to go. To, like reserve the uh, per person is that no per no, person no no no, no. it's like have a table. like we're buying a booth like it's a oh. 10 foot by 10 foot space <sighs> and it's like no it's not five thousand dollars per person it's only like maybe three hundred dollars for the week like it's you know but yeah i i would freak <laughs> out if i were to ever be surrounded by that many people i'd just be like nope i'm out I'd yeah get, I that's, that. that's my thing like um going going back to some of that i want to do some traveling i want to meet some of my community because really? um beast of course you're you're in the same boat as me whereas we both have our our communities here on discord okay mm -hmm. and actually after today now one of my goals is i don't like to put numbers on things but there's certain things that i'm like okay i'm really really close so i, I would like to hit the, i'd like to hit this number so like we just hit 92 members in our community nice. we just hit 92 I wish you would have said that a few seconds sooner. I wouldn't have gotten caught off, <laughs> caught off by that by that knocking. Like yeah, you were talking, so. But uh, but yeah, so I would like to hit. I'd like to hit hundred members, and I would love to meet some of my big, some of the big members of like the community. Like I'd love to go down to, like Louisiana, meet Tipsy. I would love to go over to Cali and meet Otto. Like things like that, I would love to go do. But yeah. of course, Stitch strikes again. Yes, he does. How you doing, Stitch? Hope you're having a great night, buddy um of course here we're just doing the podcast no games tonight but we will be gaming tomorrow night um hell yeah but beast how do you feel about that uh have you met much of your community in your discord yeah it, it's it's it was funny how it all happened too um i actually met um a group of them at everyone games pa um okay. we invited them to the the first one at the whitaker center and they a good group of them showed up which was mind-blowing <laughs> it's like awesome. this is crazy so uh it's okay. it's really cool to put a face to a name uh it makes it even more personable um it just it just strengthens the the friendship Are that you, you have grown i'm in york right down right down the highway okay hmm. yep yep okay so, so far. <laughs> do you work do you work on the weekends no oh you're off on the weekends hopefully <laughs> okay. okay sometime um sometime we'll have to catch up and go get a coffee or something most definitely most definitely yeah, it's like uh, a Fla you doing anything tomorrow tomorrow i'm doing nothing tomorrow um because i know i talked to you like right at the beginning that um i said i wanted to do some um some podcast uh hoodies and jerseys mm -hmm. uh if you're not doing anything tomorrow I don't know if I don't know if you'd want to meet up or if you just want to talk in Discord here after. Whatever is easier for you. Yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, we can go out somewhere. Um, I'm sure I can bring Bound along, and we can uh, 
talk about uh, jazz and stuff. I don't know. Depending on his mouth. Depending on his mouth. True. <laughs> yeah. Depending if he even wakes up. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Yeah. Would, it, would it depend on Tipsy's mouth? To remember espresso, not depresso. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, it's like, like if you ever if you ever came to uh, CA. Uh, you'll be able to oh meet the puppers. Oh, meet the dog. I thought that was a cat at first. <laughs> I know that uh, she a lovely pearl. Yeah, it's like yeah she definitely. It's like she definitely acts like a cat. Uh, sometimes <laughs> he's definitely he's definitely catty. I'll say that for certain. Catty. <laughs> It's like how our other dog thinks that he's a combination between a goat and a lion. So, does he roar? No, um, you know, it's like you know how um, uh, in front of that library, the um, the image, the statues of the uh, lions being in like a regal pose. Yeah, uh, he'll tip. Uh, he'll typically jump on one of the um, couch sides, or uh, and he'll just they'll just lay like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like he'll look like he's trying to be one of those regal lions. And I'm like, you're like a shaggy black and white dog. You are not pulling that off. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, he almost got run over by a car a couple days ago. Gosh, how can you just nonchalantly say that? <laughs> yeah, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like what I was like, what happened was um, uh, me and my little brother... Um, we were trying to figure out uh, where to go for dinner, um, so that way he would go with our uh, Thatha. <clears throat> and so while we were trying to figure that out, um, a, the uh, door was open because they were just about to leave. And mm-hmm. so uh, apparently, a dog was being walked from across the street, like literally, like right across the street from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and Loki literally just took off running. Wow. Uh, he took off running and I never saw this because my own little one actually tried to run off herself. But I thankfully managed to get my foot in front of her and, you know, do like a little sweet motion and be like, Pearl, no. And then she immediately just ran back inside. So um, I then closed the door and I'm like, yeah, Pearl, you ain't going anywhere. So what happened was apparently Loki just took off to the other side. Um, oh, it all and- Oh, Always little, getting himself in trouble. Little mouse. Little mouse. Oh. It's like, oh, oh, it's adorable. Oh, it just moved through my hand. Hold on. Sorry, I'm going to clean this up. <laughs> and so what happened was, um, apparently, oh, well, all oh, that's been messed up. Uh, it's anyway, only for a little bit. Anyway, I'll go ahead and continue. Uh, so what happened was, um, <clears throat> like I was told this secondhand, um, Loki went up to sniff to um sniff the dog because you know brand new dog, but apparently there were two cars going in like you know these this these directions going you know about to pass towards each other. Apparently yeah. they both had to hit the brakes and Loki went right between them. Very thankful for that. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> so Jackson went off to run after him, physically picked him up and like carried him right back to the house. So thankfully, it's like I think all that happened was that Loki got a little bit scared. Or, um, well, actually, Loki is just fine now. But um, we, it's like me and Jackson were like absolutely terrified uh, when Loki just straight up took off. 
We're just like, oh shit, 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 shit. So that was one. That was one. Definitely one of those times in which it's just like we were very, very lucky that nothing actually happened. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But when you, but when you look back on it, it's like it's pretty damn funny. Um. So beast. Of course, we know that you got the bat symbols all behind you, all around. Um. Did you play Gotham Knights yet? I hated it. What? Damn. You're disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wait, whoa, me too. Whoa, 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 I was whoa. really disappointed. A very. Why? So why? here here's here's the reason why. Fight, fight, the, fight, fight. The the <laughs> beginning the beginning fight between him and Razal Ghul was actually pretty entertaining to watch. Oh it was it, was it made sense. It made sense. I was like, wow, this is actually really, really cool. Sucks that he died, but really, really cool watching it. You can I understand. Think, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. You know, I, the the thing that got me, and I think it's my, it's on my part, of course. The creators that made Arkham Knight and Arkham Asylum, that those games were so good. I don't know wh- what it was, but it was just so entertaining, and it hooked me really, really good. It made you I really think, feel like the Batman. Exactly. With this, I think it was a brand new company that made Gotham Knights. Which I believe, I believe so. Yeah, so the concept of the game was great, but I got bored very fast, and I don't know. I just feel like the the traveling was very tedious. I, I don't know. I just I just couldn't get hooked to it. I, I can I can say that right now I'm a little bit burnt out. I'm hooked on the story, if that makes sense. I'm hooked on the story of gotcha. what's going on. Did you did you play through it? Like, did you fully beat it and everything? No. You got, you, got, you, got, you got bored pretty quickly. Yeah, my nephew tried to get me back in. He's even he got bored. I was like, bro, that's not helping help my case playing, right now. Who are you playing? Who are you playing through as? Actually, I should start out. The first, I started out with Nightwing. Start out with Nightwing. Yeah. Okay. I can say I'm not very fond of his um, knighthood traveling ability. Yeah. I can say his is probably the slowest and the worst. Because from what I understand, Robbins is a teleport, which is super cool. Okay. This is like a teleport. I think you can like teleport for so far that you could see. I haven't personally done it, so I don't know like the extent of the teleport other than just the fact that um so um, Batgirl, Batgirl gets like Batman's glide. So nice. like, you can just go and glide like Batman. Um Red Hoods is a mystical leap, so you're literally just jumping on air. So it's kind of cool. You like jump, your foot lands on like a green spot. And you just like leap off of it, so you're just like jumping through the air. Kind of cool. You'd cover a lot more air. Um, so like, I played I played through a little bit of co-op with a buddy, and mm-hmm. I was playing as Nightwing and going around on the little glider, and he was mystical leaping in front of me, and he got everywhere so much faster. Wow. I was I was like a good ten seconds behind. Ooh. I was a good ten seconds behind. Um, for some reason, Red Hood has Red Hood. Unless if they teleport from Robin is so much is like so much more impressive. Red Hood actually has the best of like those um of those traveling system. Yeah. Um because the motorcycle yeah. honestly was terrible. It, like it it does like the little effects like you're going so fast, but you're hardly gaining any ground. <laughs> like yeah. it makes it look like oh you're going so fast. You're zooming. Like but how? Yep. How are these? How are these people getting away so quickly? 
yeah when you're on that thing so like literally everywhere else mystical leaping or using the little thing that you get from lucius fox where you can literally like um quick teleport quick okay um i yeah, found them gotcha. um apparently uh batgirl has the typical glider um which yeah, she is, glides which she, if you she play the typical glide. which if you played the other gotham games you understand how that is Mm-hmm. And we have Nightwing, who is the uh, flying trapeze, mm-hmm. uh, basically a powered glider. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin is slideways, in which uh, Robin enters a portal and be teleported a short distance away, with the player being able to decide where he ends up. So I don't okay. think you. So according to that description, you can't teleport across the map, but I would assume that you'd be able to go from like uh, one side of like- one side yeah, of a base to another. Yeah, so like it, it's super weird. Mm-hmm. I, I guess if because they were trying to make they were trying to make Robin be the most stealthy of the group. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense that they would make him be able to teleport. But I guess their version of their teleport was just odd. Gotcha. I, I, I don't know if you're trying to like go from like building to building, I guess that could technically could teleport from building to building, but eh. I mean, I'm still sold on the story because the story itself is super good so far. Like, I don't know how far you made it, but like, I'm, I want to see this, this thing through. I think my initial plan was to play through it as each character. Mm-hmm. I don't know now that I'm playing through right now and getting as frustrated as I am. If I'm going to be able to do that, I'd still want to play through it once gotcha. and like get, get it. Cause like some of the suits, suits actually sold yeah, yeah. me. The suits cool. are super nice. Like I don't know which one you were the most sold on, but I'm the most sold on the samurai and the um of course, the demon. The samurai and okay. the demon suits. They're super super nice. And then once you beat the game, you get that knighthood suit and it looks the red hood one. Mm-hmm. I'm playing I'm playing through mainly as red hood. Mm-hmm. That red hood suit is super I, nice. I think I think um one of the things that turned me away from Gotham Knights is actually the same reason why I think the Avengers game kind of flopped was mm, that game did flop a, a game, game that's so a game that's so focused on being able to play with your friends in that teamwork kind of gameplay where you like need people in order to play they kind of lack in the actual gameplay and the mechanics feel like clunky almost mm. and boring. Mm. Oh because, yeah. That's fair. That's yeah, definitely because fair. It's, it was, good play. Yeah. Cause it was like playing both of them. Like they were, they were both just boring, especially if you're playing by yourselves. Like the stories were great. Single player mode was amazing. And the way they like, switched you between the characters of the Avengers game. I'm not sure too much about the Gotham Knights game with their story, but their stories were both great to watch. But like when it came to just playing multiplayer, mm-hmm. it was it was just like lackluster. Like there wasn't enough because with the Arkham games, you were solely Batman. So they had to mm-hmm. really focus on making you feel like Batman. That's why oh, I think yeah. Marvel Spider-Man did so good too. Was because yeah. you didn't have someone couldn't just hop in and play as Miles Morales and now you're focused on that co-op. It's like 
it's just you so they really suck you into well, the world but well, in a I, game what are you saying well it's like i think another reason um uh, it's just because for the Avengers game, you may have your AI companions in order to help you. Mm -hmm. I feel like the grinds and even story missions. But mm -hmm. those AI companions were like never focused on like during mm -hmm. during combat. So yes. all of the so all of the enemies, um, even though it would be four, it would technically be four people against a bunch of AI enemies. It's mm -hmm. re it's really you with three summons going up against a bunch of AI enemies because every okay. single AI enemy would focus you down and they could very easily stun lock you into an easy death and right. there'd be nothing you'd be able to do to stop it. So with um, Gotham Knights, as far as the other characters, so when you're playing the story solo, you're playing as, say, Red Hood. You can walk. You can walk up to when you go to like the home base spawn in what's it? Beast mode. If I'm wrong about this, I'm sorry. The Belfry, right? Is that what it's? That's that's what it was called. That's me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Belfry. Um. So you go back to the Belfry. It auto saves the game, and then they have all the suits, kind of like how it was in the Batcave, all in all in these like things. Yeah. You walk right. up. You walk up to the suit, and it's uh You walk up to yours, and then you can walk up to say Batgirl. And it'll sure. give you an option switch to Batgirl, and so you can switch between the characters. Uh, so you can switch, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And one thing that was super super nice was say you're, um, say you haven't played an out a minute on Batgirl, but you have ten levels on Red Hood. All mm -hmm. those ten levels switch over to Batgirl, so you just go into the Bat computer mm -hmm. and you use right. your upgrade points to like get use the different abilities, pick out which ones you want. Um, the only thing that doesn't transfer is your knighthood, which is your fast travel, your, your fast travel things. So the glider for Nightwing, the mystical yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that, you it's just have to go read, you just have to go redo those couple things, which is a simple go into the training room, do like these timed attacks, um, fit, beat like three or four uh, mini bosses. So like whenever you go and like you beat up a gang of goons, typically there's one mini boss in it anyway. So you just go you just go beat four mini um, small crimes. You can typically mm -hmm. do it in two night two night patrols. Um, and then there's like some there was like one other like specific thing you got to do. And then you unlock your and then you do like two little cinematics at the back of the belfry, and boom, you got your you got your fast travel thing. So I mean that's that aspect was kind of cool because like whenever I went and played co-op with my buddy, we both were maining Red Hood. So technically we both could have played as Red Hood, which was kind of cool. You could both play as Red Hood. Oh, you you yeah. can play you can like both play as the same, same. character. Yeah, see, which I, 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 I didn't, I didn't know you think could you, do that. I didn't think you were gonna I didn't think we were gonna be able to, but whenever right. we went like went out on that patrol, I was like Okay, so I'm gonna get switched to somebody. And I'm not gonna have any levels on anything. This is gonna be horrible. Mm. But we both loaded in as Red Hood. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. That's but then just just because I wanted to, I switched over yeah. to Nightwing because of the other three, Nightwing was the only one I was really interested in really checking out first because I heard that his stuff is super acrobatic and like everything. Right. His his gameplay is super cool to play as. I will say going yeah. from only being excited for Red Hood, mm -hmm. and then I simply just watched like a video on like 
like if someone would put him on like a tier list who's top and who's bottom um nightwing was like number two and i was like and i was watching some of the gameplay i was like this guy's super cool because going from someone who can play red hood anti stealth anti all that don't i don't play stealthy i was playing i always played the batman games i was i'd always get like halfway through the through the don't get detected or beast, <laughs> yeah. when, you were, beast when you were doing some of the missions you, you know how you were supposed to avoid being detected yeah. oh yeah oh yeah i get halfway i get halfway through tipsy and auto can vouch i'd get halfway through and then damn it i got fucking dude, stuck in an animation damn it damn it yeah damn it. And it's and one of those then, things where it's like you don't block attacks you either take the hit or you dodge it you don't, you don't block yeah. in a game no. especially as batman you don't block you either you take either, it either crap out of the way or you just eat that punch but like like yeah so gotham knights in a way it has me hooked it has me gripped at the chin like i want right. to play this game through i want to see it because there are some really really cool things coming up i had one thing spoiled because i was scrolling through my uh there was there was some time that I was looking into some Gotham Knight stuff there at the beginning. I just wanted to check it out. And then this one thing where came up and it just spoiled a big part coming up. And I'm just like, oh my. I can't oh, so now I'm super excited to like see what brings this up, what happens. Do you guys care? Do you guys care? Like about the story? Yeah. Do you guys care about the story? Of Gotham Knights, not particularly now. I think the question that somebody that that Talia Al Ghul throws Batman in the Lazarus pit. At like the very end of the game, I don't know where it is in the story, but it's late. Because it is later. I'm, because I'm what sure. happens? What happens is a, so. Whenever they start, so then you have to fight Batman to like oh, because you, you okay. know because you know because you know how Jason had his mind all messed up from the last yeah yeah his mind got resurrected so so talia's like these are imposters go go get them they're trying to drag they're trying to take you away so you have to fight fight. man you have to you have to break his mind of the of the compulsion Mm -hmm. you have to break his mind of the compulsion and you have to like so then oh you do this and then okay so you break his mind and you have then they're you start telling him, oh, well, the Court of Owls is real, blah, 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 all this, catching him up. And Talia just, like, throws this attack, and he just jumps right in front of it. Like, it's so funny, because Jason... So, it, it shows you, like, because each character has their own little interaction of how they talk to him and everything. So, Jason's just like, I'm not... You already died on me once. I'm not letting you die on me again. <laughs> Drags him away. Wow. Just like, so, I'm just like... Now I gotta play this through and see what happens after that. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta play now too. I'm hooked uh, now. Jeez. Yeah. You mentioned um, being able to play as the same character twice, uh, which is cool because I didn't think they did that at first, which is what also turned me away from the game. Because another reason why the I Avengers, another reason why the Avengers flopped was because they didn't have that at first. It was either you got locked into one character when you were playing with your buddies. So if you had one guy who only ever wanted to play as Hulk, you never got to play as Hulk. But I mean, they since changed that since they've added in like seven different characters. But I'm hoping I'm hoping everything that kind of like went wrong, not necessarily went wrong, because I still think Gotham Knights is pretty popular and successful. But 
everything that like people kind of were complaining about Gotham Knights, I hope they fix for Suicide Squad. Move. You know, oh, they better. Oh, oh, oh because yeah, Suicide oh, Squad oh, actually oh, takes place. It takes place in the actual main Arkham universe with the Arkham yeah, Batman that we used to play as. Rocksteady, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Rocksteady. You're talking so, so that's coming out. This, this year, this right? year and, later this year. I think yes, oh, that's this it. year. I, I don't know the date. Um, <laughs> someone have to look it up. But I think it's March because actually my tattoo artist was telling me about it because like I just found out oh, about it today. Maybe it's March. Yeah. So I, I, I hope March. that if they don't let you both be able to play as Deadshot because I know I'm gonna want to only play as Deadshot because <laughs> I love Deadshot. That's one of the reasons why I love the the original Suicide Squad movie. But yeah. if they don't oh, let okay. you both play as Deadshot at the same time, they better make the other characters equally as fun and equally yeah. as compatible with each other. Because, you know, if I'm, you know, when I was playing Avengers, if I got stuck as Black Widow, I didn't want to play because, like, you know, Black P- Widow just has pistols and acrobats. Like, it's not cool. Like, I'm <laughs> not going to want to be able to play as, like, like, I know I don't want to play as, like, King Shark when the game comes out because he's just a big, dumb no. shark brute. I want to be able to play as, like, the sharp shooter, you know? But I hope that's something that they actually get May right. May, May 26th. May 26th. Okay, so it's, like, very end of May. Man, yeah. That, that's so because far away. So that, that, gives me time, that gives me time to play, play through Gotham Knights, I think. Because, yeah. honestly, I'm hooked on that game. Um... Recently, I picked up Metaphysical, which is a ghost hunting game. Oh, it's okay. a ghost hunting game, um, and it's super tied into Supernatural, the TV show. Oh, wow. really? I don't yeah. know if you guys are a fan of that show. I am actually a very big fan of that show. I did. Um, oh, Baby is in it. Literally, the, the main menu is Baby. You, you walk up to this car, you go to the trunk, and you can buy all your gear. And it's got the pentagram in it and everything. You get to shoot rock salt at, at the ghosts. <laughs> oh, dude, this is cool. It's like... You actually get to like exercise the ghost. Yes, so I'm a big Phasmo fan. So then seeing right. this one, it's kind of a... You get to do a little bit more with it. You get to, you get to have an exorcism book and actually exercise the ghosts and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's super cool. It's a little, like, glitchy and it's a little issued. It's still in beta. Apparently, it's yeah. been in beta for, like, a year. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it came out, like, literally last year. But that's cool. Yeah, it, it looks super, super cool. I just recently picked it up. I played through the tutorial. I want, I'm trying to, I'm trying to find out first. I think I may have jumped the gun. I don't think I saw a multiplayer button. But if it doesn't, I'm going to be f- upset. Mm-hmm. I don't know how well I'm going to go into solo ghost hunts. <laughs> Especially coming from Phasmo, where I was literally the one that went running in at everything, helping out the team, like getting yeah, killed. Yeah, then, yeah, then you buy immediately. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I hate was, to uh, have to call it so early, but... Do you need to get going, Tipsy? Yes, the man's behind me has to walk to work right. in seven hours. Okay, well, <laughs> then can you, could you stick around long enough for us to go ahead and do an outro, and then, um, and then we, can, and we can call it? Because actually, I wanted to see if I could talk to you guys off stream so we could possibly try to make plans. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm still going to be on. 
Okay. I'm, I'm actually going to go. Corn, Tipsy Auto, do you guys have anything for Beast Motor uh, Flash before we do the outro and head on out? At all. Uh, well, nothing. It's like no actual questions for me, but for me, I'm actually going to go ahead and probably do like a two or so hours of Darkest Dungeon, try to get okay. back into it uh, for Tipsy. streaming. Tipsy Corn, do you guys have anything for them about VGC USA or anything before we call a podcast? No, there's nothing bouncing around Me. up in this cranium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ditto. All right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and do our weekly. Let's go ahead and get in our weekly turtleism. Uh, this week, we I go. did not grab. I did not grab a lyric from a song because um, I have um, a Henry Ford quote that has been lurking through my head this week uh which is failure is simply the opportunity to begin again this time more intelligently hmm. um so good luck everybody uh there we go hey thank thank you for that tipsy uh, along with here is the link tree which has tipsy's twitch corn's twitch and our merch store which also is right here Thank you, Tipsy, for getting uh, beast mode. Um, and then says, also, it says mine. I yeah, why is it? Why is it have I you? I hate everything. It never works thing. for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they had. It's like you're putting yourself in both of theirs. I, I, shout out! <laughs> I literally copied and pasted from their twitches. Their usernames. It's like apparently not. <laughs> no, that didn't work. Okay, whatever, whatever. Um, so. That's fine. We'll get, it. we'll get it. We'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> Along with, there is the link for the Discord. You can go there, join the community, come in, have a good time. Um, Flash, Beast Mode, thank you very, very much for being on tonight. Um, we, hope th- we hope the best for Bound, and we look forward to um, the, the charity event, which as soon as I get a date for that, I will let both of you know, along with him. Um, Beastmo, what, when can we expect, uh, your next stream? Uh, tomorrow, actually. We got some catching up to do, so we got some weekend streams coming up. All right. Flash. Yeah. You, about, know what uh, you said today? next week. Next week, probably, hopefully Wednesday, Thursday next week. What so, are you going to be playing? Um, honestly, whatever I'm feeling like, maybe some R6, some Fortnite, maybe I'll just mess around with Fall Guys. I do play Siege. I'm a friend. Nice. Hey, we yeah. can break. Hey, what, Turtle, do you play, what, play on? what do you play on? Uh, PC. Yes. Turtle, right. we got another person. Wow. <laughs> yes. I love. I love Smart. Who do you mean? Who do you mean? Um, on attack, like my go-to recently has been Thermite, Habana, Ace, uh, Maverick. On yeah. defense, it's been Bandit, Kaid. Um, I've liked to mess around with the uh, Maestro, just because I oh. like his LMG. And then um, if I'm feeling like really, really like aggressive, I'll play Cav, obviously. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're, we're, we're going to have some good, we're going to have some good time talking on outside, outside of this. All right. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's find someone to raid. Let's find someone to raid. Uh, Beast Mode, do you have anybody in your stuff that, that we could raid actually? Cause I'm not sure if we got anybody online. Uh-huh. Well, okay. I see how it is. <laughs> Wait, Otto, are you already? Are you yeah, already... I t- it's like I told you, I was gonna do some streaming for like a couple hours. Oh, oh okay, yeah. Well, then, fuck it. <laughs> Let's go on over in auto. 
Yeah, it's like I really it's like um I've kind of stopped playing just uh stopped streaming for like a couple weeks. So I want to try and get back to it. Alrighty guys, we'll go ahead and start our raid on into auto. Hey Flash, thank you, buddy. I'll go ahead and uh, return the favor here once we go on out. Uh we will be back tomorrow night with some beast mode. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Um tomorrow night we'll probably be back with some siege or some uh some dead by daylight. I'm not sure yet, but we'll be we're doing that tomorrow night. We can check out uh, Beast Mode stream as well tomorrow night and Flash next week. Super, super excited for all that. Anyways, y'all have a wonderful evening and enjoy some Darkest Dungeon with Otto. <laughs> yeah, boy. All right. We are... I find it funny that in the chat... Clear. We are clear. I find it funny that in the chat... It would say, go see them at my page, but have, it had Beast Mode's last game he played. Because I, I haven't played any games. I, I don't even know what New World is. It's a great game. <laughs> I love the game. I'm hooked. Bad. <laughs> Terrible. But, uh, Flash, yeah, my, I don't understand why, but it, I did not see your email come through. I have been checking for it for weeks. I'm like, um, why did yeah, this thing never come through? And then, and then I saw it. I saw it and I was like, so then I emailed you back. I was like, I'm so sorry. I did not see this email. <laughs> oh, no, you're fine. It is the, so if it's, I believe our email is still through that ticket that you first submitted. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's weird because the, uh, the ticket, uh, submission form that he has through the website. Mm -hmm. So you submit the ticket and it gets sent to my email. But for whatever reason, since I didn't create the email, it doesn't like flag it as an important email. So it doesn't show up right away, at least for me. So, um, uh, yeah, also for yours, it might not, that's why it might not show up as well. Yeah. But, uh, I guess that's a, I guess that's a possibility. I was just like, so then, Damn I had just been, I had just been like, um, I, I forget what I was looking through, but it took, it said in your junk, you have this email from, from like a funk. I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's, um, but yeah, I mean, you guys, I, I added you guys all, um, on discord so we could just, we could just talk through that. Um, I can also Hooray. give you my number. 